All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Pro Football Doc Sports Injury Central podcast here. It's Christmas week. Um, happy holidays. Jacob's here. Taylor, Justin's lurking. I'm somehow waiting for Christmas music to chime in uh, from him. We should have some, right? Yeah. From his soundboard. I don't know what he. Aren't you the sound guy, Justin? Aren't you supposed to have some of that stuff? Aren't you an audio guy? Give me a few minutes. I'll uh, I'll get back to you on that. Wow, you're not ready. I <laughs> so mean, you're not prepared. No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's our everything guy. He's our graphics guy, sound guy, video yeah. guy, all that stuff. Oh, so. oh don't don't worry. I, I I see on your uh, on your guys's podcast, you're doing live streams. You got this. <laughs> you got sound. You got all these graphics. And what do what do we get here, Justin? We get nothing. Hey, you yeah. just tell me what you want. I'm in. I'll I'll, I'll make it. I'll make it happen. <laughs> he wants snow falling on the video or something like that. Oh, all know. right. I got you. <laughs> little Santa hat. Something. Well, you could yeah. just sing. Yeah. See, oh, no, I see. I can't that. do that. See, that's the thing. Is I'm not like a performer. I just I'm. A, I like a to assist. I yeah. assist the people who perform, like you, right now on your podcast. So he's asking you to sing, Doc. <laughs> yes. So now you sing, <laughs> and then he can make it sound good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a lot going on. It's week 15, almost over. Going yeah. into week 16, uh, we got. We got lots to talk about here. What a, what a crazy week! I mean, I know we're we're focused on injuries, but I can't I can't remember a time where two games finished on weird rules at the end like that. Like the Patriots Raiders, obviously the the last play at the end, but the the uh, Keelan Cole is he out? Is he in? And then today we see a picture that oh he wasn't. It's just a weird boundary painting that they have. They have a lighter white, and then the actual out of bounds. Who made that decision? Uh, I mean, <laughs> The Raiders. Yeah, well, they usually make bad ones, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? There's, I mean, not, I mean, situational football. I mean, yeah, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. I guess I guess we could start with it. The, the, the anti-beast of the week. Yeah. Right. I mean, forget the Jacoby Myers throwback, but I mean, sure, Justin will show it. Everyone's seen it. What do we call that maneuver from, from Mac Jones? The cockroach? <laughs> I mean, he's on a new dance move. And, yeah, you know, that's why I was watching it live. I was like, that, that's generous to call it a stiff arm because Mac Jones was already halfway on the ground when he put a hand on him. So, look, I get it. It's hard for a quarterback to, Unexpected to, to boom, bring boom. him down, yeah. to, you know, uh, kind of thing. And uh, it's a defensive end. Right. But I don't care if you Jeff Van Gundy his leg. All right. You got to do something. I mean, better than. Just Jump, just jump on his back. That'll slow him down enough. Hunter, I mean, Hunter been, Henry was busting down the field. He could have caught him. So you're saying dragging, like getting Mac Jones drug all the way who, down who, to the one-yard line that? is better. Who, yeah. who, who was uh, Jeff Van Gundy's on? Who was that on? You know, remember that? Yeah. Was it Matumbo or something? I don't remember, but you get, you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about, right? Twitter, Twitter knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least Jeff Van Gundy is leg or something, right? I mean, do something. I mean, yeah. that was that was bad. Uh, at least he was in the frame. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that was that was really bad. Not situational football. That's Alonzo. Sure. Alonzo. Alonzo Morning. Yes. That's what yes. it was. Yes. I know yes. somebody. Big. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it was injury based. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson started that play, and we he was kind of surprise active and 19 carries for 172 and a touchdown. Better better than Damian Harris, I guess. I don't know if that's the Raider defense. He he clearly wasn't 100. He wasn't making decisive cuts up the field, but I mean, injury based. He might have. Do a concussion check. I don't know what the whole throwback <laughs> stuff was. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, interesting. And then the the Sunday night game, 
Never heard of that. Okay, look, having been on the NFL sidelines, it's routine for a wide receiver to look at the line judge and go, hey, uh, am I good? And just on, off, and get a signal. And it seemed like he did that. And the, the line judge it. pointed back at him and, and he, he still it up. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the play. <clears throat> I don't think it's reviewable, but just just lets an anticlimactic ending. It's like, oh, they got the touchdown, they need the two point, and then it's like, oh, never mind, they're back. <clears throat> did did anyone get an explanation? Did the pool reporter ask that question? I, I, haven't, I haven't seen, seen anything on that. Yeah. I I the only thing I think they could say is that he, yeah, he scooted up, but he didn't scoot up enough. Because yeah, it didn't look like he was on the line, but he only looked at the line judge once and he pointed back to him. So he just thought he was good. He didn't need to look back and say, oh, did I scoot up enough? Yeah, That's, I mean. It's really weird. There was stuff on Twitter saying that like he always had his hand ready to throw that. He was going to do it. But like, is no, that, it didn't look like how it. normally they are. They're yeah. ready to throw the flag, right? <laughs> yeah. And then and then, uh, then the non-PI. Right. Two plays later on the fourth down. Come on. That's. <laughs> they're not calling P.I. nearly as often this year. It seems like, I mean, they're letting it go on the offense, too. They're, they're always hand-fighting and grabbing I, I and stuff like Terry that. I thought Terry McCauley was good about it. He said, look, if it's a foul in the first minute, it's a foul in the final minute. But That's my true. point there, what you have to understand, is the camera angle from the front clearly pass interference. But you have to understand, it's the side judge or the field judge that right. is looking from behind the defender. I don't know that you really have perspective, like are you know when you're behind the defender. You don't know where his hands are if they're yeah, wrapped around or, if they're just or to the side. For, yeah. yeah, so and you know the field is divided up into sections, and I think it was a perspective thing. You only have one set of eyes on that because there's so many receivers and what have you. Literally, you divide the field and to to what your responsibility is. And I think the guys responsible from the backside just can't see that as clearly as from the front side, but. But it, it is interesting just thinking about what what the refs have in front of them versus camera angles. Like going back to the Raiders one, it's a it, a photographer that snapped it right at the sideline. That was the view that everyone needed to see. That's not a television camera. That's just the, the sideline photographer. So interesting how that whole review review process plays out. But we'll look we'll look ahead to Week 16. Obviously, there's the uh, the vaunted Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers matchup tonight. So uh, you can check out the field view at sixscore.com for that. David Bakhtiari's out with his appendix. So mm-hmm. that's an interesting one. Um, how that affects the line and everything. I mean, no offense, but has David Bakhtiari been in this season? <laughs> I mean, yeah. He's, I mean, he, he's been right there the whole time. I mean, he's always been kind of out the whole season, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. that's that's why we shorted him. I think uh, actually the better news is the improvement of Elton Jenkins. He's obviously played much better right from his the, ACL tear. On the other side of the, the line, yeah. And the one big thing about him, he moved from right tackle, guard, everything. He's played like left guard, right guard, right tackle this year. So he's that's good for him. Yeah, Elton I think Bakhtiari's kind of a non-factor in yeah. or out. He really hasn't been the guy. Yeah. And uh, Jenkins getting better has helped. And that's why we say the Packers are in the right direction. And they even return Romeo Dobbs, yep, yeah, yeah, and and look, when Dobbs was last healthy, there was no no one knew who Christian Watson was. Right, he was doing the Watson stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, nobody <laughs> knew. So uh, uh, that's going to be interesting uh, t- tonight. But that's why we shorted the Packers, right? Their offensive line from the beginning of the season, and they're under their ten and a half wins. They have, Correct. you know, eight losses already, so they can't make the. Well, that's been the benefit of the field views to me, just looking at it for DFS and fantasy and stuff. Like the Cardinals had the stat yesterday, the right tackle, Kelvin Beecham, was the only one to start for either team. So every game for either team, the Broncos are the Cardinals. 
So yeah. he was the last remaining lineman. He got hurt, but he had to come back in because well, it kind of opens up why Kyler might have had a bad year this year. We always blame him. Oh, he's down this year just before the ACL. But it's like, no, that you have the offensive line that's just like Tom Brady's been dealing with all year. Like it's hard to play. Like Matt Stafford was before. We talked about the Rams. It's hard to play when three, four guys of your five offensive line are injured. I had Kyler on the list for us to get to, but let's let's jump into it. Uh, not exactly coach speak, but there's reports coming out that it's a quote clean ACL tear, even though he has to get his meniscus stitched. Uh, we go to you for to that for Doc. Is there ever a clean ACL tear? Is this how does well, this rank? Okay, I mean, I just think of like scissors. Like, is it just like cutting? What do you mean it's not clean? clean like, clean, it's just yeah. it's ripped, right? Uh, like, clean as opposed to dirty? No, yeah. I don't think that's yeah, 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 It's yeah, like yeah. how do you how do you only tear one ligament and not da- damage anything else in there? Well, I think it's possible to have what we, medically we call it isolated. Okay. okay, so the vernacular late term might be clean, um, but I don't know. This sounds like agent speak. I mean, it's what the kids say. The it's clean. You know, it's, it's kind of like slang it's, a little. It's bit. never catastrophic. Yeah. Medically. All I can say is this. Medically, no doctor, no orthopedic surgeon would say it's a clean ACL tear. We might have to put some stitches into the meniscus. Okay. Doesn't make <laughs> it's sense. Contradictory, right? Yeah, it's contradictory. First of all, medically, you wouldn't use the term clean. Uh, okay, maybe if you're trying to speak lay language to someone, a doctor might say clean. But if you said clean, then you wouldn't look, you're looking for associated injuries. You don't have any associated with the ligament injury. That's good news. But if you have an associated bone bruise, cartilage injury, articular cartilage injury, or meniscus cartilage injury, you wouldn't call it clean. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the report is it has to be stitched means, and by the way, as a doctor, you would never say stitch. Suture. You say suture. You'd right? say suture yes. or repair. You wouldn't say <laughs> stitch. Okay. Yeah. Doctor in training, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I, I was in my head, I've been waiting for you to say that. I was like, I knew this. suture. <laughs> It's a meniscus repair. Right. That in and of itself is a six-month timeline. Mm-hmm. The difference is after a, a, quote, clean or isolated ACL, you would allow early weight-bearing and full range of motion. You don't with a meniscus repair. You either have non-weight-bearing or limited range of motion. This will slow down Kyler Murray's recovery. Mm-hmm. Does it make, imp- make it impossible for Kyler Murray to be ready to play week one. No, but it adds to the difficulty. We've already said that we do not expect Kyler Murray, even without the word of the meniscus repair, we did not expect Kyler Murray to be back to Kyler Murray 100% week one. Could he play week one? more from the pocket, less mobile, less dynamic. I think it's still possible, but it remains to be seen. With the news of the meniscus repair, it makes it more difficult. So if you ask the question, can Kyler Murray be 100% week one next season? No. Period. End of discussion. Can Kyler Murray play week one? Yeah, sure. It's possible that he could play. But will he if he's not close to 100% or isn't as mobile? But this meniscus tear requiring a repair, and they're not even doing surgery immediately, which right. is not unusual. They're trying to swelling. get down some swelling. Yep. Yeah. The clock doesn't start till you do the surgery. So, yeah, it's starting to look like that he won't be there the start of week one. And the play style doesn't help, too, like you said, right? Like if it was a Rivers, we always go back to Rivers. But if it's Rivers, probably week one's more of a – Option, I mean, yeah. Rivers was a beast, but he's also not a mobile guy. And, and if you Google it, I mean, 
I think I did Rivers' surgery late January, um, and uh, there was an ESPN article. Hundred days later, he was participating in in uh, in minicamp, right. and uh, he had a hundred and two or hundred three quarterback rating that year, his highest to date. Played all games that year, but he plays from the pocket, so he's never been accused of being mobile. Although right. uh, the I'll I'll let you know this: the players on the team, Philip worked really pretty hard in rehab, and uh, the players on the team gave him a hard time, saying that uh, I mean they were giving him a hard time. They're saying, "What did Chow do to you? I mean, you're faster now <laughs> 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 than you were before." Uh, and of course, I'd say, "Well, that probably speaks more to how slow he was before <laughs> than, <laughs> than anything else." Now he's rehabbed and worked at it. When you rehab your your torn ACL, you rehab the other leg too, right? And so the joke was for in the locker room that uh, Philip took off his army boots. Prior to that, it was like he ran in army boots. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> That's funny. But he was—he still wasn't fleet of foot. I mean, uh, sure. it is what yeah. it is. But but obviously, Kyler Murray is different. And the question right. is not only if he's not mobile, but I mean, he's not the biggest guy in the world, passing lanes and right. other things. So it'll be interesting to see. But there's no way it was a quote isolated or clean. That vernacular has been botch there so but, uh, but not hating on kyler and then right. you know we talked yeah. about during the week too just um, laying out the path for him yeah not blaming anyone on the cardinal staff not blaming kyler i mean you remember he had a week nine hamstring injury he missed some games including the mexico city game and he played one game they had a bye and this was his second game back if you're doing ACL prevention rehab or training, part of it is your hamstring to keep the knee from shifting. Mm -hmm. So if his hamstring was a little bit weaker, maybe it was a contributing factor. I mean, this is on grass in Arizona, the, the heralded roll-in, roll-out field. So this wasn't a turf issue. 70 80% of the injuries are non-contact for ACL in the mm -hmm. NFL. So uh, good just, luck to Kyler, but I'm just saying it's a high bar to be ready in 100%. Just right. another name to throw in there, Joe Burrow, November twenty uh, second, twenty twenty ACL tear. Um, came back week one, but we was sacked fifty times, right? Or yeah, he wasn't as mobile, wasn't willing to go outside the pocket, all that stuff. So now, now if you pull out the, I was going to say newspaper clippings, nobody does that anymore. Do your Google <laughs> searches. Remember all the consternation in the preseason? Is he going to take a snap? He didn't. He didn't play this game. Oh, he took one snap. And right. Is he going to be ready week one? And that's for Joe Burrow, who was mostly in the pocket. Now, Joe Burrow is pretty mobile. Right. But I think it's not part of his game, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not part of the primary game to right. run. Right. Uh, he's escapable. He's mobile. But yeah. And he wasn't that mobile. And so Kyler's going to have a harder time. Oh, you guys like the little snow effect now? Yes, I do. Yeah, I like that. Anyone uh, watching on the YouTube? I smiled or, immediately. I yeah. want to look get I the saw recording. It. I smiled I saw it. So, yeah, you can see this. Obviously, <laughs> you can watch the full uh, podcast on our YouTube channel, Sports Injury Central. You should subscribe over there if you're listening on uh, via podcast. But, yeah, you can see what's going on in the studio there. And, uh, yeah, I just give you a little snow background there. And, then, you know, if you want some music, it's 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 available. You know, I, I got it ready right. to go. Feels got, like we're in Buffalo. Uh-oh, what's that? Oh, man. It's all happening right now. You gave him a challenge, Doc. He had to rise to the occasion. 
I know. I was thinking in my head it better not be just the background because he was gone for a little longer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm at Radio City Music Hall in the Rockettes again. Oh, yeah. That was like stereo surround sound. <laughs> All right, back to back to the regularly scheduled uh, yeah, program. That's a, good, that's a good segue. Let's get to some <laughs> uh, some big things we're looking for at Christmas Eve. Obviously, all the uh, Sunday games are used on Saturday now, so that'll be a big, well, starting big this, shift. Starting this Saturday, week 15, football is every Saturday for the rest of the season until the conference championship games. Mm-hmm. Which I think, are they both on Saturday? Both on, I think they're both on Saturday. Did week 18, do they flex some games to Saturday, or is it all Sunday at the same time? It, I think there's Saturday football the rest of the season at this point in time. I'm seeing a bunch of games that are 2BD, and that last time I talked on this, that I was wrong. Saturday, so I'm yeah. trying to like be calm here. <laughs> Anyways, there's yes. the, the big slates on Saturday. <laughs> Correct. We'll uh, be in the war room on Saturday, which means tomorrow is the big day, not Wednesday, for injury reports to start. Yes, out. that's another thing in yeah. terms of people who are making decisions or wagers and you know information. Tuesday is Wednesday, so to speak. Right. Wednesday is Thursday. I'm already getting confused. (laughs) Believe it or not, that's how teams do it. Yeah. Yeah. So literally, let's say yesterday, uh, they'll say Monday's an off day. We're going to treat it like Tuesday. And they're going to say Tuesday is like a regular season Wednesday. I mean, that's what they do for when it's a Thursday game. They say Monday is Wednesday, you Mm -hmm. know, blah, blah, blah. Well, let me give you some uh, some big names, Doc, and you can tell us what to expect from him uh, starting Tuesday. Uh, Lamar Jackson missed two weeks with a knee PCL strain, uh, sprain. This week is what he's always said. They're target. He and the team have been targeting for him to return against the Falcons. Uh, they play on Christmas Eve. What are what did you put his chances at versus Tyler Huntley again? We knew when he hurt his knee that this was a multi-week injury. It's been multi-weeks. We said at that time, the best case scenario, if it's mild, is a Christmas Eve return. So here we are. This is the best case scenario if he can do it. I don't think it's a guarantee that he will play yet. We all know the Ravens play coy with Lamar, and they did it last December with the ankle bone bruise. They're doing it right now. Right now, uh, his sixth score is in the 60s. I'm not sure he plays. 67 is what we have on yeah, the site. Yeah. I, I'm not sure he plays. And if he plays, I'm not sure he's 100%. We'll have to see. I'm not sure that he plays right now. But this week, I guess you could start Lamar watch. The, the first two weeks, there wasn't even anything to watch. It didn't hit the practice field at all. So, yeah, he's going to be out there practicing. We'll see what, what he looks like we'll if we get some video. See. Yeah. Uh, well, he's playing another bird in the Falcons, right, which arguably not a great game for him to really need to play. But the next game he plays the Steelers, which is a key division battle. And then week 18, they have the Bengals, another key division battle. So if you want to look at the schedule – it might be nice to sit him against the Falcons and have him ready for those two division games. I mean, if I had to put a grade on him playing, I would have said the last two weeks out. This week, I guess I'd say doubtful, but not impossible to play. Doubtful. Maybe a little question more. Just uh, doubtful. Doubtful. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's see some practice. Yeah, I mean, sure. But I would. Might improve my, during the week. Check back on the site. But yeah. My, my gut says doubtful. And next week becomes questionable. And the following week, I know we got rid of probables, but we'll be probable. Right. That would be, like I said all along, this Christmas game was the best case scenario, not the expected scenario. Right. 
Ryan Tannehill dealt with both ankle injuries all season. Uh, last this last one in the loss to the Chargers looked to be the worst of them. Uh, came back, um, right ankle he had week nine, I believe, and he missed two weeks after that. Even though he came back into that game, this is a Saturday game, so one day less recovery. Are we one hundred percent seeing Tannehill under center? Is it is it a little iffy? Well, it depends on how much swelling there is. I mean, his ankle sprain had a high component. He's tough. He finished the game. He was taped up, didn't move much. I mean, he probably was injected. We'll see. I mean, Malik Willis hasn't shown a lot, so the Titans have lost, what, four straight? Uh, They're playing Texans, so that helps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the Texans gave the Chiefs a game. And and Titans keep losing pieces in the secondary and on – Oh, the Titans linebackers. Do you guys remember yeah. the key part about Derrick Henry and the Texans? That he gets yeah, 200, 200 yards, yards every, every single game he plays? <laughs> it's that's, like four straight. Yeah, right? his prop when the last night he played Texans, it was like 110. I was like, that's never a prop that high. Then I looked at that. I was like, oh, I get it. And he got 200 very easily. So that's one to watch. Maybe they don't need to throw a lot. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I think, uh, you know, it could be a coach's decision that way, but. No, I mean it's a high ankle sprain. We'll see how much it swells. See how much he, how much he can do. Is it good for a rookie too to have this week of preparation more than getting thrown into the middle of the game? Maybe they can design a, a game plan to beat a one win team. Uh, look, I, first of all, it's the NFL. There are no no easy weeks. It's not there, Alabama there, versus San Diego State, like you say. <laughs> I know you always say that. Come on, dude. <laughs> so you got to get this in college. There's, 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 there's no homecoming. <laughs> Yeah. Games, yes. you know, yeah. where you schedule the Patsy opponent. Right. Come on, we got a bowl game against Middle Tennessee. It's a yeah, big game. So. No, I understand <laughs> that, but I'm saying that look, look, uh, the Texans gave all the Cowboys wanted the week before. Right. The Chiefs, they took them yeah. down to the Two wire. Two of the better teams. The Texans yeah. are playing well, playing hot. So, so it's not yeah. a given. You're not going to walk through. It's the NFL. It's not a given in any given week. What, for sure. What's out there? So, I don't think you can take that for granted. But it does. Uh, do I think Malik Willis will get the majority of the snaps this week? A hundred percent, I do. Uh, the question is, does Tannehill play? And it depends on how much swelling. And we'll it's have to able, see. Yeah, that might be the first game that we have four quarterbacks in the game. Because remember, they're doing Davis Mills and Driscoll. Maybe they do a little Tannehill and Malik Willis. <laughs> so you have a little college football like game, it. like we we're just talking right, about. Right in time for bowl season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean. I don't mind that. I get it. It's, it's run plays, college so it, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. whatever. It's worth it for the play action and then a little boot with Malik Willis. You don't don't need to trust him to throw think 20, it's too 20, cute. 25 you think times. It, it can work in the NFL or? Okay. I think it's very old school to think only one quarterback do this for each position. Well, think, yeah. think about this. I mean, back in the day, every running back was a three-down running back. Right. There was right. no backup. And back. it was <laughs> – Oh, I can't come out. I need to get the flow of the game and whatever. Right. Okay. Well, how many three down running backs are there in the NFL now? Very few, if any. Yeah. And defensively, you have the pass rush specialist and the nickel corner. Okay. Offensive linemen don't get switched, but you certainly have the pass catching right receiver, the jumbo package tight end, the, sure. you know, the, the blocking this. The that, the run and pat- yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it potentially made sense. I mean, back in the day when I was like with the chargers, I was like, no offense here. I mean, we had, this is even before Philip was really in the mix and playing, but we had Drew Brees and Doug Flutie. If it's a two-point conversion, do you want a mobile Doug Flutie or do you right. want Drew Brees? No, it makes Just sense. a question. Yeah, no, you yeah. make sense. If it's, if it's third and 12, do you want Doug Flutie or Drew Brees? Right. Maybe Drew, right? I mean, you depending on the threat. situation, yeah. you add the threat. And you, I mean, it's kind of what 
New Orleans does with Taysom Hill a little yeah, bit. I mean, yeah. they're not the same player, but I, 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 back in the day, it made sense because that you didn't do that because the quarterbacks actually called the plays, right? And they're like, I, I can't not get in the flow of what's happening. No quarterback calls the plays. They're all radioed in. I mean, there's a check with me. There's an override. There's an audible, but they're not calling plays anymore. So I don't think it's impossible. There's so many specialty positions you said right now. Like every position has a you know specialty. There's not just one person. Yeah, I, I, th- I don't think it's impossible to do that. Yeah. But probably the biggest prevention of that is the salary cap stuff. Once you pay one guy, you want to yeah. use them. You know. But anyways, sure. that makes sense. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, take advantage of, of different talents, especially if you're not sure who you have or what, what the deal is. Right. Let's talk the Thursday game, something we've been detailing on the site since last week. Uh, Jets coming off a loss to the Lions. Jaguars uh, beat the Cowboys in overtime, so Jaguars 6-8, and eight, Jets 7-7, seven and seven, big playoff matchup. Jags uh, are in it, right? Wild card-ish, yeah. Jags okay. are in it. Uh, right. Any chance we see Mike White? Robert Sala is kind of leaving, leaving some uh, some outside chance that he gets cleared. Wilson played well last week, but from an – Injuries over 300 yeah. yards, yeah. so he had his his uh, inevitable pick, but he's getting better. <laughs> that was like a very a bet thing <laughs> this week, yeah, for sure. Look, Mike White was not cleared for contact seven days after multiple rib fractures. Are the rib fractures going to heal by the 11th day? He's not playing on Thursday, right? Short turnaround doesn't help in any way. Yeah. Even if it were the second weekend, be iffy. But the short turnaround, I don't see how it would make sense for a doctor to say you're not safe at seven days, but now at eleven you're safe. I don't cut it off like that. Yeah. I just don't see it. And Mike White provided the details himself. He said the doctors told him if he gets hit in the wrong spot, it could damage his lungs. And there's there's stuff that the ribs are protecting, obviously. So if they're not protecting that, then that's vulnerable. Their next game is New Year's Day, so I mean that's a lot of time for right. The the following game is realistic, yeah, right? Because it's actually three count twenty one days right. since the Buffalo game, correct? Yes, and that's probably enough time to get early healing where the doctor would feel comfortable. Now, when Mike Williams' detail is real, like we talk about rib block injections, you're okay, but when it's multiple rib segments, if it then the whole side of your chest could collapse, right, with a hit. That's what they're saying. It was like the Drew Brees, Drew Brees a little bit, right? I know that that was a little exaggerated. I remember you didn't think there was like, I think they said like there was a hundred broken ribs. I, remember <laughs> I don't remember the details. No, I remember you looking at that and you're like, there is no way he played his lungs would have, or his ribs yeah. would have collapsed. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. the bottom line is it, if he, he can't be not safe on Sunday and safe on Thursday, Thursday that's not happening when you're talking about lungs and, and stuff and multiple ribs makes the rib cage unstable it's almost like a flail chest or whatever uh kind of situation so zach wilson again i could argue maybe mike white doesn't get his job back either just want to put that on record because i like the way zach wilson looks because if the jets get eliminated from the playoffs why would you go back to mike white i don't know i think the jets are in it but I, I think i'm trying to read taylor's brain which is not a good uh it's not a good practice place. no yeah. I, I think um i think zach wilson looked good enough to continue having his job back i hope it wasn't like oh he's getting benched forever i think it was just oh mike white's playing better than you but everybody loses their job due to injury it happens 
So I don't want you as a head coach. One one game and you're, he's already back in the fold. I mean, if he they plays bad him, on they Thursday. They benched him after like four straight bad games. Yeah, I guess he needs two more in a row, guys. <laughs> I can't look, do the math there. Look, I don't know. I, I like mean, what I saw, but no, I get you guys. I understand. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't watch that game enough. I wasn't that overly impressed. The Lions. That the Lions haven't stopped anybody. I liked what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I won't. I won't go there any further. I, mean, I got some uh, good coach speak for you, Doc. I, I like this one. And I read it on Twitter. Todd Bowles said Tristan Wirfs is closer to returning than Vita Vea. Okay, that was kind of, that was kind of a no duh for me. <laughs> like, yeah, Wirfs high ankle three weeks ago. Vita Vea just uh, strained his calf a week ago. So and calves aren't good for the. Remember, uh, Quinn Williams is dealing with it as well. It's not good for Quinn Williams, Vita yeah. Vea, Sam Hubbard. Yep. They just said Sam yeah. Herbert's out through the rest of the season. So right? that's a big thing for the Bengals because um, they have Trey Hendrickson remember with the broken um, hand. Uh, so they wrist, yeah. wrist, wrist. So they have a two, both. That's their top pass rushers, and they already have a, a Wuse out. That's their number one corner. So the Bengals are starting to pick up these Reds going to the playoffs, which is something to watch. Yeah. So talking about Jacksonville too, we uh, forgot left tackle Cam Robinson uh, MCL sprain with. A meniscus they're saying component. meniscus. So the right. meniscus, they're saying he's going to get scoped. That's the bigger deal. Yeah. yeah. He's for and, sure out Thursday. That's for sure. And then the right tackle uh, pulled a hamstring, came back into the game late. But that's an interesting situation to watch for Trevor Lawrence, too. That's the two bookends. So Yeah, that's big. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. That, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. So going back to the uh, the Bucks, Tristan Wurst, Vita Vea. Let me ask you this question. Six and eight team yep. right now. They're in mm-hmm. first place. Everyone else is five and nine in that division. Okay. Every single one, all three. So yep. let me okay. ask you this question. If the winner of the division is seven and ten, do they get to win the division and be in the playoffs and or should they and host a, a playoff game? Technically, yes, but no, they shouldn't. <laughs> you're right. Okay, what if they're eight and nine? They should no one I get you're gonna no one yeah. under five hundred should be doing I it. I propose <laughs> yeah. that I like the division setups. But you have to be over 500 to win the division. If you're not nine and eight to win the division, make a fourth wild card spot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming that fourth wild card spot has a better record than nine and eight. Well, in the NFC, you got Dallas, who's not going to get a home game. They're 10 4. You got the Niners will get a home game 10 4. But uh, Detroit could sneak in. Seattle, maybe. Giants are eight, five, and one. So, yeah. I mean, if there's, a lot, you're, there's if, a lot better teams than the Bucks currently, record-wise. And if all the teams in a division are not great and they're playing each other, and the records aren't great, it, it's like it's almost like a bowl game, right? If you're not 500, you can't qualify for a bowl game. And that's a good like just straight line. That's <laughs> straight good. Line. No, like you got to be six. Like there's so many six six teams, and they're fighting for that because they know you know. I mean, it's a it's a something to fight for. No, right? I do yeah. remember a San Diego Chargers team that finished. We were four and eight. We won the last four. And we talked about this team. Yeah, yeah. Eight and eight, and we yep. did qualify. But at least we were 500. We yeah. qualified for the bowl. Yeah. If you're under 500, you shouldn't be able to win. No, the I, I was telling you guys yesterday, there was a good Raider stat. Um, the only team ever to finish uh, eight and eight, but they were, uh, they were, they were, they were not the only team. They were six and zero oh in their division, but eight and eight, and they missed the playoffs. Only team ever. That just seems like a Raider thing to do. But and you make a good yeah. point because it, you shouldn't, if you, Win two more games in Tampa Bay. You shouldn't have to go to Tampa Bay and face them at home. That's, I mean, I know they're it's not they're bad right advantage. now, but they're a little bit of scary team. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Tampa Bay getting an advantage, even though they have a worse record. So, I go one step further. If 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 Tampa's eight and nine, maybe they should make the playoffs. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. especially if you've got another team that's the, if you have a nine and eight team in the AFC, just switch them if, over. If right? you're eight and nine, <laughs> should you make the playoffs over a ten and seven team? I oh, argue no. No, if you have all. Tom Brady, then yes. <laughs> that's the only thing. NFL. <laughs> if Green Bay was a situation, I'd argue Aaron Rodgers gets this little nudge too. But <laughs> who's more marketable, Tampa Bay or the Commanders? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 Steph Curry made those five half court shots and there were three quarter court shots according to you. So <laughs> haven't seen any evidence otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom Brady throws the ball into a jugs machine and it fires back out. Yeah. You know, Do you know how could. so many people thought that was real too? I got so many like, oh look at Tom Brady, I can't believe this. And I was like, come on. Like, right no, here, is Steph Curry. <laughs> I'm biased. I'm fully biased. It's all right. He you know, can't make it right now. I called him out Drew Brees and the Lightning. So we're we're yeah, all we, we're all bad. You, you, you were you weren't the only one. Even last night for the late games, I had a friend over and he's former professional athlete. He thought the curry thing was real. Yeah. So he goes, You don't know how good these guys are. I'm like oh, deep fakes. It's tough. <laughs> I just knew that everybody knows he's so good. That's the one thing I, I got out of it is that he's so good that you think it's real, but that's, it's like but it, that's it, why they did I it. I get yeah. that. I get it. I didn't think it was, I but I didn't. Yeah. But I was like, I get it. I get what their thought Fair. process is. <laughs> uh, let's talk uh, big division matchup next week: uh, Eagles and Cowboys uh, on Christmas Eve. Leighton Vandresh is an interesting injury to come out of that last game. Uh, there's reports that it's it, they believe is a stinger after an MRI. Nothing to do with his previous neck issues. Well, they said shoulder, right? They said nothing to do with neck issues. I'm the one saying maybe stinger. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some indication uh, there's a trigger point in his trap or something. So shoulders near the neck, yeah. So yeah, has it has nothing a, to do with his neck? Well, stingers are more usually brachial plexus, since the nerves that are already have left the neck okay. as they head to the shoulder. So uh, I think that may be a little bit of spin to say nothing to do with the neck because they don't want to raise. Is it weaker? Like his neck is weaker from his past stuff that like a little bump like that makes. Or is no, it just, not just... necessarily. I mean, okay. you, you could theorize double crush up in the neck in here. Okay. Look, we downgraded Leighton Van Der Esch coming out of college for the draft. He has an 84 six score going in the season just because of that. neck. And yeah. I'm not trying to jinx the guy, but. He is one of the guys who's potentially one play away from career being over because he's had the previous neck surgeries and other issues. He wears the collar. Right. And if he gets something else, it, it could be the end of his career. Thankfully, it's not. And uh, we'll see. Hopefully, he can return to play against the Eagles. He want everyone at full strength. Absolutely. Their right tackle situation is pretty interesting, too. They're rotating Jason Peters in there. They moved Tyron Smith over because they like Tyler Smith at left tackle, which who would have thought that before the season? But He's the future there. So Yeah. 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 So it'll be interesting to see how they uh, line up against the Eagles Actually, who's playing right tackle. Terrence Steele was their best offensive lineman this year, which was a surprise because w- that was a little problem spot with Collins being gone. But uh, having Smith over there just to quell that damage because that was a big loss if smith can at least play a little bit right tackle that's that's good for them i think going forward and and why are they doing that because the rookie look he's doing okay at left tackle to make him switch is a big deal um middle of the season right before like the routine, Eagles, is he like in a routine stuff. right now or is it just like- yeah but the best i talked about it on twitter live a little bit last night mm-hmm. with my friend that was over he played right tackle okay i said i said I asked, is this fair? You playing right tackle and then switching to left tackle is equivalent of my being right-handed and making a right-handed layup and then now having to shoot a left-handed layup. You can do it. Some people can do it better than others. 
but it's completely different. There's a pause, right? <laughs> well, I mean, little, look, right? unless you've done a lot of basketball, the first time you shoot a left-handed layup, you jump off your left foot and you, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. right? You're you're like, oh, I got to jump off the yeah, right yeah, foot. So that's it, right? I mean, the brain things going. Right? But <laughs> yep. you got to do it a couple times, right? I'm not saying it's impossible. Yep. And if you're a really good basketball player, you get it and you, you can do it. it. Yeah. But it's not for everybody this right and left-handed. And the other analogy I came up with is, look, I can – Look, nowadays it's all internet on computer. I don't write anything anymore. I, I write I'm, everything I'm, still. Don't worry. I'm, I'm right-handed. <laughs> yeah. Can you write with your left hand? Nope. Some people can. I can, but not well. But not that well. Same yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're literally, it's that different yeah. to go right tackle, left tackle. Sure. I mean, on the edge. It's literally that different. Oh, yeah. So. Um, and then Tyler also, I'm going to say Tyler because I put his last name. Um, he um doesn't play, he didn't play right much in college. Tyrone has that, uh, experience to go back and forth obviously he hasn't gone to right in so many years but he i wouldn't also put tyler in that position that he's never even played that position in the middle a little of the bit season, of muscle memory well. yeah. yeah uh going back to that uh tampa bay they played the cardinals on sunday night uh christmas so colt mccoy stepped in for kyler murray had a concussion uh we crunched been tracking the numbers all seasons about 22 percent return in one week to get cleared so more than likely seeing Trace McSorley in that game. What is it for quarterbacks? I guess, I'm sorry, I asked you something that you don't have. But like, I would think like less percentage, right? Do they want to keep I mean, him it's, out? Or? It's not like it's a game that it's easier to clear. It's just, yeah. It, like, I remember Brian Hoyer. It, Brian it seems, Hoyer was like, boom, four weeks. I mean, I mean Arizona is officially eliminated, correct? correct. I mean, yeah. so we'll see. Or, or watch Hard Knocks. I don't know. Right. Is it still on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's throw some uh, fantasy names in the picture. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, dealt with those right ankle troubles all season. Uh, they set high ankle, more than likely not seeing him in the rest of the season. We already didn't think he was playing week 16, so it seems like the team's just going a step further. Yeah, I mean, we talk about December shutdown season. Amazingly enough, as of this airing, do you know how many teams have been eliminated from the playoff contention, mathematically? I want to say, like, three. Four teams only. That's pretty interesting. I mean, there's a lot of teams we think of that are not in it at all but there's only four teams technically I think the rams can get eliminated tonight i don't know if they've been fully eliminated they're still technically in it i think right. if they lose tonight they're eliminated right and, and uh, indy had the tie or else they'd be eliminated yeah I and mean, tennessee's dropping in that division so yeah exactly uh, tyler, interesting. Yeah, you're tyler right. lockett um thursday night injury uh broken metacarpal in the hand right hand um so not the finger or is it the hand? I I never can keep those straight. Um, I mean technically, technically you fingers, you know, here. Metacarpal is here. So yeah. hand from what you're pointing to. In in theory, <laughs> more hand than finger. And I think we asked you this too in the article, but hand is better than finger. Hand is better than finger. Is it still the same fix? You you uh, screws and plate. Screw and plate. There's more room to put a bigger, longer screw and plate on. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more protectable. On the fingers depends on the finger though right i mean depend certain fingers you can buddy tape and whatever but obviously out this week against the chiefs uh outside chance to, work, to return week 17 he's targeting week 17 so i think it's not impossible i think uh it, it depends if it's a non-comminuted fracture not a lot of pieces i think they said spiral fracture you get gives well, any it's usually spiral but you know is there a butterfly fragment i'm not trying to get to whatever <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> think of it this way if you break off a wooden table leg and it doesn't splinter and shatter it's not clean 
That's what they say. That's what they if there's good interdigitation, okay. you could almost wood glue or crazy glue it back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. If there's not good interdigitation, then you need more of the plate. Yeah. So it depends on on how. If you're relying only on the plate for stability, he will not play week 17. Right. If the plate is adding stability to how the bones line up, then there's a chance he could. Yes. It's a good analogy because I've like broken furniture before and tried to fix it before my mom came home and. I don't think the digitation was good there because I did not put <laughs> it together right. Not an expert yeah, furniture no. surgeon. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Mom always said, don't yeah. play ball in the house. Yep, and that's what I was doing. I was diving for a bouncy ball off the wall. That's exactly what happened. I don't have our futures ready for this week, uh, but we did pretty well in props, bouncing back from a, a down week the week uh, prior. Um, we did seven, lock up a couple futures. Seven and uh, one on Sunday, I think, for the player props. And then uh, our futures are, are looking good in a couple categories and the others. Nine and one we did because adding the Saturday night game. Um, the Vikings was really good. We uh, That's what you're talking about with the low total for the Green Bay. Hand was, in hand with the Packers. Was funneled yep. to that because they were super healthy going into the, um, the season this year. Nine and a half was the total and plus 240 for the division, which is close. Which to both happening. have hit already. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Excuse me, yeah. And with the Ravens, Loss. I mean, we were on the Bengals for the division, mm -hmm. and this is early season when the Bengals weren't doing so well. Correct. Yeah. Even Dobbins' good uh, performance lately is not going to get him close to the 875. So we also yeah. have a sick pick in that I was looking at. We forgot. So when Prescott went down, we got um, Eagles to win the division at plus 140, and it flipped to like minus 120 when that injury happened. So we got it right in the middle of everybody freaking out about it. So that was good to get that because that looks like that is trending too. Good, good. Yeah. And, uh, you guys aren't going to ask me about my drinking sponsorship here. Like I'll show. There you, there you go. You're not it's Chris Jones with a glass bottle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's amazing? Social media. Like we're in the war room here, and I'm sure you guys are like, "Why do you want to get a picture of that?" Yeah, that's we what we think. Crazy. Yeah, because we're the deep journalist guys. We're like, "Ugh, we don't like this TikTok stuff." You know, we don't understand it. You know? So what? He's drinking water. Who cares? <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. No, what was weird about it is, first of all, it did look like he was drinking a beer. It did. I mean, he had he had an argument, not argument, heated like discussions yes. you know, with a position coach. And then he took and a swig of a Heineken. And he took yeah. a <laughs> swig of a green bottle, yeah. right? And and that, but I was like telling Doug, give me a video of that. And I tweeted it. My point was a couple things. First of all, I mean, a glass bottle on the sideline? I've never heard of that before. You're not allowed to have glass bottles at the pool. I mean, right? right? I mean, right. there's no glass bottles on a sideline that I've ever seen. What if someone goes flying into it? Yeah, so I don't think exactly. anybody knows that. So I didn't think about that either. I'm like, because I know we, oh, we never seen it before, but I didn't know they were not allowed. Secondly, yeah. you can't have another logo on the sideline. Right. Gatorade play. Okay. When you look at all those cups, this half of the table is Gatorade. Mm -hmm. This half of the table is water. Okay. But they're all in Gatorade cups. Yep. The reason why there's two Gatorade things there, one's water, one's Gatorade. But it still has the logo on the matter. It still has the yeah. logo on it. Right. Whether you drink coffee on the sideline or, and I've told the story in cold weather where we brought out chicken broth, it's in Gatorade cups. Look, if you have a knee brace or elbow brace, the logo needs to be taped over or blacked out. You can't have Donjoy or Bragg or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can wear off-brand shoes if you wanted to, but you have to cover the logo. I mean, you can't, I mean, everything is logo sensitive. You can't have a drink like that on the sideline. Now, 
I don't know that he's going to get fined or whatever, because in theory, we talked about it. he was ill in the sparkling water or is it, uh, you know, spring, spring water, water, whatever spring, it, spring it water, was. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's something that was easy on a stomach and, you know, he was getting staying hydrated with it and he just brought it out there. But I don't think it was a although it got a lot of publicity. This was crazy. You guys hated it. It got three and a half million views. Oh, I know. We're going to hate <laughs> the next one, too, but we're still going to be wrong. Out there. No, you're right. no, what caught my attention to it was like. On the sideline, what what's he got in his hand? In his glass, I've never seen that before. But whatever, that's that's why we got our system of checks and balances. Because you saw the J.K. Dobbins knee with the two two things poking out of his knee, and you didn't think much because you operated on knees all along. That, that, like, that, that took a day to have because you guys were like, "What the hell's going on?" I'm like, oh, right. it's just scope pores. I don't care. There's nothing there, you know. Um, and no, it's just inflammation poking out of some scope portals. You hear that every day. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, that's what I mean. When he said it, I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> like, he's got holes in his leg, his knee. Like, <laughs> well, sometimes some of the most inane comments that I make end up with getting the most traction because I don't really realize it. I mean, like, uh, you remember but, the FIFA picture I sent you? I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, I thought this was funny. And then all of a sudden, boom, I saw you tweet it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and you got engagement <laughs> out of it. I just don't think of this. And I just like send yeah. it to you. I'm like, oh. Uh, he's talking about that where the entire South Korean defensive team and goalie, his last name, Kim, 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 Kim. They didn't put the first names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, They didn't put first names and <laughs> they, whatever. So they, yeah. And then they had to switch it and put initials. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I just thought it was funny because my wife's name is Kim. Right. And, yeah. and I figured in this PC world, I really can't get flack. I mean, since I'm Asian. Yep. <laughs> You got it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't get flack for having tweeted you it. You're Other, the, one of the few ones that can be posted. Otherwise, like I wouldn't that, have yeah. tweeted it because, uh, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. Yes. It's the tough part about the World Cup. It's making me want more soccer. I, I'm surprised no. it's over. We, we were uh, covering pretty well. Taylor writing all his articles about uh, Paulo Dybala and Benzema didn't come to fruition about that he was... He declined the invitation from the French president, but even though uh, his club his club allowed him to go, but there is some it seems like there's some turmoil with him and the team. He just retired from football this morning or last night, so I mean international football. So I don't know. Your analysis is right because we saw how Dybala came in, right? He was yeah. Like, we were saying <laughs> that that look, you're on the roster. Fly back down there. Get inserted with a minute or two left to go. Now you can do the PKs. I assume he's pretty good at PKs. He's, a, he's yeah. very good. And, we, we and France could have used them on the PKs. We wrote that we might need them for PKs, and look how the game went. Like I said, it was where you would perfectly need someone like him. So, I mean, and oh, they lost. Not... So, I mean, I don't know if they're he's getting stuff back from his teammates afterwards. Like, why didn't you fly do, back, do, you know? Do you get <laughs> the – I get the tremendous pressure of a PK – period, much less than a World it's Cup. Not, it's right? crazy. <laughs> I get it. But you're a professional soccer player. I mean, you're supposed to be able to hit this a static shot. I mean, Most of the passes they make are harder a- accuracy-wise and power-wise. Like the cross-field the, the passes that drop yeah. in, yeah, those are harder for sure. Yeah. I mean, literally, they're more accurate than I am throwing a baseball at a target from my hand from where they are yeah right with their feet you're right no, right you, they play posts they, they play like yeah. oh hit the post and you know they're, they're that good and you're correct yeah i don't understand i mean okay to me if you're special like messi 
and you want to mess around with juking out the goalie and doing that all that means this you stuff. already got it locked up yeah. here and then, yeah. uh, I, I didn't understand so people talk about it they try to compare it to um hockey has the penalty shootout at the end but i think penalty shootout is harder for all players because there's some defensive they're defensive defense players that don't even score goals no you know, no but, but the, you know that's like like you said this is just a spot kick like but, it's but, just right there like, but <laughs> the difference is Okay, there's the approach. You're skating up. You do a little, the, a little, little move. Jig, yeah, there, you're just standing there. It's a spot kick. I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> boom. It's it's, it's so easy. So easy. It's hard. I'll I'll throw another sport in the mix. Why can't any MLB players lay a bunt down? Well, yeah. the ball's moving. Yeah, but a bunt's easy. You have, you have half the whole bat to get it with. I don't know. I've never I'm, played baseball before, so I, I can't. Well, I, I would argue, and you know more about baseball than I do. I played soccer, so I kind of can understand the whole. <laughs> A, because of the best players their whole life, then they don't get taught to bunt. And you could say soccer, you don't practice the PK. I get it. but Not against a live goalie too Are often. Are they not taught to but bunt? But that's my point. Why play against a live goalie? Yeah. Okay. If you kick to a spot and you hit the spot. There's no way he's stopping it. Yeah. Best. <laughs> yeah. He's stopping it 20% of the time. Just because at he guessed right. Best. Yeah. yeah if he it. guesses right and on time and, you know, your shot is a little safer than you yes, want it to be. Yes. That's the only way. If you hit your corner, he can't even stop it. So right. why play against the goalie? Just hit your spot. Yeah, It doesn't matter. You're totally right. Right? I mean, if he guesses right, and you guess right, I'd say one in five times, right? Well, you saw left, the, right, upper, lower, staying in place. And there's five main spots. There's a know. couple they saw that he did guess right, but it still hits off his palm and in. You know yeah, what I mean? I just because he guessed right. So hard, Even yeah. if he gets yeah. guesses right, it's 50 50 that he stops right. it. So it's only a 10% chance that he could stop it. Right. Why did two of the first three miss? I don't, I don't understand it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Let's, throw, let's go to another sport because we haven't uh, thrown enough lately at you. <laughs> We're sports injury central, yeah. <laughs> Beast of the week. I got uh, Charlie Woods, Tiger Woods' son, toughing, oh, out, toughing out an ankle injury at the PNC. <sighs> okay, so we were in the room on Thursday or Friday, whatever we were, and we saw that fun video where they said, look, like father, like son, and look at their exact swings. You know, they were side by side, the father swings and the son swings, and we joked around a little bit. He said, well, do they walk down the fairway the same way? And we <laughs> joked about maybe we need a comparison of down the fairway, like father, like son, tiger limps. And then Charlie, what happened to his ankle? I, he, I think he heard it on a swing or something, or he might have had it coming in. I, I'm not sure. but Or or is it just a, a giddy-up mimicking dad? And he's yeah. Not, I, mean, like, I mean, is it was it his right ankle, same like that? Or? Yeah, it was the right ankle. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, my uh, Davis, my ten-year-old son, hit a couple of bombs, home runs, and so yeah, he's just like me. There you go. Yesterday, there you go. <laughs> there you, go. Awesome. you can check it all out on the website, Sports Injury Central. Maybe we'll have a, a Tiger preview for the match coming up. Um, so, yeah, he's always news yeah, for sure. Always news. Tiger's always news. Absolutely. Um, so we got the court views coming for uh, NBA Christmas games. We got a. Uh, the SIC insights with all the latest latest six scores and and uh, analysis on when you can expect them back, all that stuff, how they're trending health wise. So, Absolutely. lots lots of new features of the website. Check it out. And you got the new background here with the snow. And before we go though, to a couple of things here, questions I want to ask. One, what the heck with Shaq Lawson? Oh, oh yeah, with his oh, coat. <laughs> oh, we you know he wasn't he's, he doesn't know cold. But see. <laughs> Here, I mean that. I mean, at first I didn't know who it was. Shaq Shaq Lawson's relatively skinny, you know. <laughs> he had the, 
I'm sure Justin will put up the picture. Um, How many coats was that? I don't know. I don't, a lot. I'm not a count. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like the Easter uh, jelly bean thing. Yeah. But here's the the other thing about that. See, people make the assumption. Oh, the Buffalo guys like the cold. Jack Lawson ain't from Buffalo. He's from South, Car- <laughs> he's from South Carolina. He yes. don't like the cold. He played there a couple of years, but he lived more years in the South. Yes. Yeah. He went to school at Clemson. Yeah. South Carolina from. Yeah. He's not. And, yeah. and, and what do we say about the snow in Buffalo? Everyone's like freaking out about the snow. I said, when is it snowing? If it's, I don't care if it's six inches or eight inches or 12 inches of snow. If it's a couple hours for the game, the field is going to get plowed and be yes. pristine. I yes. mean. It, the the stands not so much all the snowballs and ice balls i'll say what do you make of the whole snowballs and throwing them at did they not expect that and all that stuff like that? yeah well here's the problem yeah. and remember a couple of years ago they invited fans into the stands right. to, to help shovel yep. you can plow the field and make the field fine but you can't clear out the stands that you quick cannot, right? so no. then there's all this extra snow absolutely and then snowballs ice balls now the san diego chargers when we played the giants uh, Sid Brooks, our head equipment guy, got hit in the head. This was in New York, right? In New York with an <laughs> ice ball snowball and was knocked yeah. out for 30 seconds or a minute. Jeez. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Google it. Look at that. That's what we used to do when we were younger. We used to throw a little ice inside snowballs. Now, now so let, me, let me ask, let me ask you this question. <laughs> you saw every time in that game, whenever the Dolphins threw a pass to the ends of the, a bunch of snowballs yes. came in. They were, yep. What happens if a snowball hits the ball um, mid-flight and deflects it? Pass, what happens? pass interference <laughs> <laughs> no i'm honestly i don't know yeah yeah what's the call is it just a do-over is there a penalty is there i mean i would do over i, I would accept the do-over but i think you would have to penalize the team to make the fan stop yeah i think that's what they threatened didn't they threaten yeah, they like, threatened 15 yard penalty yeah and that's when the fans yeah. were like all right this is affecting our team now you know yeah and that and that's <laughs> Smart, but then again, yeah. if you're a Dolphins fan, what if you throw the ball, throw the snowball? What and if it's get a perfect like that's pass? Some, some he's wide open. Dolphins yeah. fan throwing snowballs is like, oh, the Bills guy threw it. Yeah, he's got <laughs> I don't one, know. one guy in the middle. No, but yeah. in all seriousness, here's a pass to the corner of the end zone. It's going to Tyree Kill. Wide and open. And a snowball yeah. hits him, hits it, and deflects the ball. I think he gets an MLB contract because that's incredible aim. <laughs> and power behind it to hit the ball. Yeah, but it's some numbers games. There's like yeah, 50 people throwing true. snowballs. One, one is going to be a shotgun approach. Yeah. No, I'm just, I don't know. I, I I just wonder that. I don't know what the Mike Pereira ruling on that would be. Yeah. Remember the Eagles? They threw it at Santa before in a little. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean. They do it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's like Randy Johnson and the bird. Yeah. Do you know he's a photographer now, and his logo for his photography company is him like a pitch hitting a bird. He's like a, yeah. he's like a, like goes to NFL games. He's a professional it's like, like a dead yeah, bird photographer, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, he doesn't stand out at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nine foot giant. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's got good uh good. He can get the aerial view, shots right? from yeah the bird's eye view. Come on, yeah. There you go. <laughs> all right, we all good here. Anything else? We we've rambled around a lot. Uh, happy holidays. Sport. Happy so, holidays. Yes. Yeah. Merry yep. Christmas. By the time we see you again, it'll be day after christmas here mm-hmm. um happy saturday football and sunday football so christmas day we got all these nba games yep and a thanksgiving like slate of football games right nfl games yeah and then some bowl games sprinkled in somewhere packers dolphins way. broncos rams and then bucks uh, cardinals yeah all right uh happy holidays uh we'll see you next week uh pro football doc podcast sports injury central podcast thanks for listening and watching and and thanks for the graphics uh justin uh i, I didn't realize all i had to do was ask it's always that easy that's it that's it as i play the music now and we can uh we can wrap it up <laughs> oh here we go now we got outro yeah. music. there it is <laughs> 
Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. There you go. <laughs> <All right. laughs>